Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing in the book of Acts, and we're in the fourth chapter. And if you remember, Peter and John had been arrested. And so it's the next day now. So let's start with verse 5. We looked at this in the previous episode, but I want to get a run and go at it, right? Verse 5 says this. On the next day, their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem. And Annas the high priest was there, and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, and all who were of high priestly descent. When they had placed them in the center... They began to inquire, and they asked this question, By what power or in what name have you done this? So remember what happened right here. Peter and John had encountered uh, a lame man, a man lame from birth, right? He was asking for alms, and Peter says, Silver and gold have I none, but what I do have I'm going to give to you. So rise in the name of Jesus, and he was healed. And this is what they're asking about. So these religious rulers put them in the middle, in the center of all of them, sort of an intimidation factor, right? And demanded of them, by what power or in what name have you done this? By what name, by what authority, by what power have you done this? Because don't lose sight of this, people. The man was healed, and he's standing there in front of them, okay? They knew this had happened. They could not deny this. So now they wanted to know by what power. That done. So verse 8 says this, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit. And remember what we discussed in the previous episode, that that actually can be translated in this way. Peter, having just been filled with the Holy Spirit. In other words, he received another outpouring of the Holy Spirit. He's being filled to speak forth these words. Said this to them. And he starts speaking. First thing he says is this, Rulers, and elders of the people, if we are on trial today, okay, or if we are answering you, when we hear this phrase on trial, we're thinking of a courtroom scene. And it actually is sort of a courtroom scene, is it not? <laughs> so he says, if we are here answering before you, if we are on trial today for a benefit done to a sick man as to how this man has been made well, okay, if this is why we're here, and, and this is sort of intriguing that Peter is saying this. Now, remember, the Holy Spirit is upon him. And remember what Jesus had said to the disciples. Don't worry or fret about when you encounter things like this. You know, don't worry about preparing or anything like that. Because in that moment, I will give you the words to say. And what you will be saying will be of the Holy Spirit. So this is of the Holy Spirit, folks. We're actually, we've got an example here for how we are supposed to handle these kind of things. And so he says this, if we are on trial today for this reason, because this man has been made well for the benefit done to a sick man that he's been made well. So he's drawing a little question right here. And that word if is often used in, in interesting kind of ways in, in the um, Greek. So he's saying this, okay? If this is the real reason why we're on trial right now because of the benefit done to this, and if you're really wanting to know, I'm about to tell you why. But even if this is not the real reason, because remember what it said in the first part of the chapter right here? 
that they were greatly disturbed. The reason they throw him in jail is because they were disturbed because Peter and John were teaching the people, and they were proclaiming the resurrection from the dead, and they were proclaiming that Jesus had been resurrected. So there's all sorts of layers of understanding that is happening right here, just like in most situations in our lives, okay? So he says, if this is the reason, then verse 10, listen to this, Peter says, then let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God has raised from the dead, by this name, this man stands here before you in good health. <laughs> Boy, P Peter was just, uh, he was letting them have it right here with just a bold truth of the gospel. Here it is in half of a sentence. Okay, in one verse, Acts 4.10. So he says, okay, if this is the reason that we're here before you, if this is the reason we got throwing, thrown in jail last night, and we're here before you right now, then let it be known. And folks, we need to have this type of boldness. We need to be open to the Spirit, to where the Spirit wants to speak in and through us in this way that He is free to do so. Just listen to this again and note a couple of things. He says, let it be known to all of you, he's speaking to the religious rulers, and all the people of Israel, okay? In other words, everybody, not just these religious rulers right here, but everyone around. Let it be known that it's by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Remember the question they'd ask? By what power or in what name? He didn't do deal with the power part. Uh, I have a sneaky suspicion the reason the Spirit didn't lead him to do that is, uh, then, uh, remember how the people had said this. Initially, the people thought that Peter and John were the ones that had the power, which in a manner of speaking, they did. But no, it wasn't the power of their own volition. It's the power of the Most High God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what he's emphasizing is the name of Jesus. He says it is by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified. What is this? The At least the third time, maybe the fourth time that Peter... Uh, I know that he speaks in chapter 2, chapter 3, and chapter 4 here, so at least three times, that he tells him, hey, it's the one who you crucified, not some other Jesus, okay? The one you crucified, it is by the name of Jesus of the Nazarene, whom you crucified, the one you killed, you know, the one that was on the cross there, whom God raised from the dead. See, folks, the power of the gospel is in the resurrection. Every other religion in the world that the founders are all dead and they're still dead. The tombs are still there. It is the resurrection. And so you drive home the resurrection. Sometimes I think that we get a little too uh, close and we take it for granted. Okay. In other words, we hear resurrection so much in, in our uh, faith and our belief that we don't realize the power of it. So here Peter's saying, it's in the name, and that name, when you say name right there, is it, it, all the character, all this entail within Jesus and God, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. It is by this, by what? By this name that this man stands here before you in good health. Well, how is it that by his name, hang on here now. How is it that by the name of Jesus that the man is standing there in good health before them? Well, they'd already answered this in the question. They'd said, by what power or by what name have you done it? So Peter answers 
by the name of Jesus Christ. Well, how could just the name of Jesus Christ heal somebody? Think about that for a moment. We actually saw a way here. We saw how it happened here. It is because of faith and belief. Because Peter and John looked and they cast their gaze. Remember that? And God was doing something, wanted to do something, and their gaze locked, and they realized the Lord's doing something. And in the boldness of belief and in the boldness of faith, Peter walks over there with John, proclaims in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, rising in, grabs him by the hand, and pulls him up. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, moving through the obedient believer can do this. And that's what they had just experienced. This man stands here before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ, whom God has raised from the dead. Had Peter and John had something to do with it? Yeah, they had been the vessels that God chose to use, and they walked in obedience to the leading of God. Folks, this is how the Spirit manifests and moves in might and power then and today. So here's the question for us. Do you believe that? Do you really believe it? Are you willing to be the vessel of the Most High God to allow the Holy Spirit to move as He wants to day in and day out? If you are, the Spirit will do it. If you're not, then you're just going to quench the Spirit. Well, my time's up. We will continue because Peter says more. I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.